books I read it on tape Oh boy. And we're going. We're off. I pushed. I hit record. We got a weird energy in here tonight. I don't mean to say weird. We got a maybe a like a potent energy in here tonight. Kevin Kevin is just like clutching his mic, staring at the ground, looking like he's gonna be uh meditating for a hundred years. Welcome to Trash Delivery. He looks like he's about to set himself on fire. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be <laughs> meditating for uh, three brutal minutes. I am thinking about I need to become a Buddhist. Like a real Buddhist? You could Buddhist? pull that off. Like a real, you know, because real Buddhist... Why are you saying because my hair will eventually go away? No, you don't have to, like, give up anything. Because, like, Buddhists aren't supposed to do drugs. I wanted to be a Buddhist until I found out that you couldn't smoke weed, and I was like, well, oh, fuck that. Really? Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah, I was going to be a Buddhist too. Damn. Oh, no. Too bad. Mm-hmm. Too bad. Uh, it's changed the whole course of my life. <laughs> <laughs> when I read that paragraph about Buddhism and was like, well, all right. <laughs> there you go. There's that's that not going to work. <laughs> Toss that one out the window. Which I'm pretty sure it's not like a hard and fast rule. <laughs> like maybe they won't let you hang out in the temple in Tibet or whatever the fuck, but like you don't have, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you can just practice the, the stuff you want and also mm-hmm. smoke weed. Yeah, you can still be like, I believe that life is a hologram projected out from a series of deities that are representations of forces of nature or something. That's something about it. You mm-hmm. know, what's it? Krishna is the material world. That's got nothing to do with Buddhism, buddy. That's- Krishna? That's Buddhism. That Hindu. Fuck. All right. Well, it's like not even close. Oh, no. Buddhism is... Wow. I mean, same continent. Wow. Buddhism I is thought I was going to be the racist one on this No, I know. <laughs> Buddhism is the four noble truths. I know. Life is suffering. Nirvana uh, and all that. No, you, and then the next one is another one. My favorite was... Two more. My favorite was Taoism. Yeah, because that's the simple... Because you don't have to do mm-hmm. shit. The whole thing is that the way it's is like not the way. It's like you're just going to just be a rock with the water flowing over you. I was like, I can do that. Yeah. At the, the, the bet, it's the you start reading their their main source text in the very very beginning. It's, it's like, just a bunch of poems. No, it, no, there's no like it starts there's out, no dogma or anything at all. Like the Tao out, Te Ching is literally just a bunch of poems. It starts out saying this is not it. It starts saying like this book, this is or like the, you know what I'm about to tell you. It's not the way. I can't I tell you the way. It's been a long time since I've read it. It's a good book. Short. I like Tao. Literally means the way. Yes. It's all, you know, and it's not the way. So it's kind of ironic. It's the I had a first teacher, irony, bros, really. I had a teacher Taoist. in high school who borrowed my copy of the Tao Te Ching and never returned it. Wow, that's beautiful, actually. It sounds like he had gotten enlightened, possibly. He? I'm sorry, he? They. It was, it was she. Excuse me. I'm sorry. They were a she. I apologize. All right. Jesus, I'm on my knees in front of you, groveling. Mm-hmm. Justin's not on his knees. He's sitting on a chair. Yeah, but you do have your legs crossed Indian style, your arms crossed still. This is, what's, how, this is my preferred way to sit. What's Okay, I guess you usually do sit like that unless you're like lounging, fainting couch style. Yeah. With the mic like draped above your with mouth. His, like, with his grapes. His hand across his forehead. <laughs> swooning. Yeah. Hey, Kevin. What? Do you want to talk about uh, anything in your life? Or you were venting. Can we? Okay, if you don't want to talk, I don't. I don't mean to be so coy, but you were like, before I was setting up the microphone, there was a very intense uh, conversation that sounded honestly like would have been good recorded audio going on. And I'm like, what were you talking about? Kevin was so animated. Just, he was upset. 
I don't think you were that animated, honestly. Well, considering compared to now, it's not really. Uh, I don't know. You can share it. If Is you there anything to. interesting going on? He just got yelled at for not picking up his dog poop. That's not true. I mean, well, he got yelled at. I was falsely accused of not falsely picking up accused my dog of poop. not picking up dog poop. Well, which which is just one enraging which apparently is my of anything biggest trigger in my life because it makes me so angry i'm trying to wrap my head around why this makes me so angry i actually it's fucked up i realized that i could harness that energy to get out of trouble when i was uh like a teenager because i would because i was always it would be so enraging to me to be accused of something that i didn't do that all i had to do i realized that i could pretend that my parents were accusing me of something I didn't do, even though I was something that I did, uh, and harness that same rage, and they would be like, "Whoa, I guess he didn't do it." Because like, oh cool, you like who would, played as a kid? They were like, kid. "Who could get this angry about it? Like, who That's, could who could display this amount of uh, righteous indignation about something that they did in fact do? Like, our son can't be that uh, dishonest. <laughs> You're just a good actor. You're just like, I'm not." Bad, I'm good. Yeah, I used to be an incredible liar. Well, I wish yeah. I actually got to display my righteous indignation. I didn't... What neutered, went down? You neutered. should just be like, shut the fuck up! I didn't, I didn't even have an opportunity to do that. He just slams the window. As soon as he opens the window and opens his mouth, he should just be like, shut the fuck up! Who? What, what went down? Just a neighbor. Just a guy... Who likes to yell at Kevin. Who likes to yell at me about my dog... This uh, has been uh, an ongoing thing. This is, this is, he's done it one other time. Okay. Uh, but he's not the only one who's done it to you. He's not the only one who's done it to me. Uh, and he, he, just, he just... I was walking my dog. I was already in a bad mood all day. I woke up from a dream this morning where Nick and I killed a homeless person. <laughs> oh. It's not was, really funny, but... I was extremely anxious. It's it it very bad juju. And we were, he, we were here hanging out at the theater... And then some homeless guy tried to get in, and he was like drunk or something. He was very belligerent, and couldn't get rid of him. In in this in the, so then we got rid of him. Well, <laughs> it was an accident. It was an accident. He got stuck between the door. He was like trying to get in, and uh -huh. we were trying to close the door on him. In this scenario, the doors were different. Like they go they go off. out the other way. Okay, and they were like maybe heavier. Yeah, and his head was <laughs> his head was between the door and the jam. And oh hell yeah! We, we did a, like a. a Beatrix, yeah, like a Kill Bill on him, yeah, yeah, and then somehow this like ignited. You're like, a buck, right? Yeah, the, the his death ignited like a wave of, of righteous anger in the homeless community, and they just oh, we us. were being assaulted as if we were inside of yes, precinct we, we, thirteen. We hold up yes. in here, and we're being assa assaulted by like by zombie like the homeless and the people. vagabonds. I have those zombie dreams all the time. So, yeah, I just woke up with the bad energy of wow, having murdered in my dream an uh, exploited and vulnerable person, and then who you who you your your subconscious like conflated with zombies. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's what you're trained to feel that way about them. The way we view homeless people in this country is it's like I don't even know how anyone can pretend that we're living in a sane world when there's when there's homeless people. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about becoming one of the guys that l likes to to lecture other people about how hey, the person on the you know they're actually making more than you. They're on the on the you know freeway exit. You ever heard that? That talk? guy made five bucks in thirty seconds. Yeah, they're like, look at that. Huh. That's the best job you could get. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's doing a great job with an under underpass. He mm -hmm. loves it. He yeah. lo loves it. Yeah, that's his Especially choice. Especially in February. 
Yeah. I mean, he's obviously a millionaire and he's just living under the underpass. Even if he were making more money than I am, uh, he's working harder for it than I am. So, and also in a fucking debt spiral too, or like, like a, you know, because it's like you to get the amount of money to actually get a place, to actually get a car that you need to get a job. Of course, you know, you end up just getting a fucking hotel room for the night so you can have a room to sleep and you get bilked on that. Yeah. Breaking news, folks. The homeless don't have it good in the United States of America. Yeah. You know, I know I'm, I know I'm, I know I got so angry. I know why this makes me so angry. Uh, and it, has, it has to do with homes, kind of, because, you know, this guy yells at me from his window about not cleaning up my dog, my dog's poop, which I've literally never not done once in my entire life. I always clean up my dog's Let poop. Let it be known on I, the record here I now. I carry the bag openly so that everyone can see, oh, if they don't he's know an open this carrier. guy, they don't know this guy, they'll be like, oh, he's got a bag in his hand, he's holding it. He's basically waving around like a fucking flag so everyone can see this guy cleans up his poop. Uh, and so this guy fucking yells at me. For, like, the first time he yelled at me was like, he, I was just walking down the, the street or the, you know, the thoroughfare and he just yells at me from like well, across, the, across the way. And I can't even, I don't even know who he is. I don't even know what building he lives in. He's just yelling at me with my dog and I'm like, okay, uh, I'll try to avoid him in the future. And, that, and then this time I'm walking my dog in the same path that I like to walk for the... I have, he has, Barney has three different paths, you know, the morning path, the midday path, and the <laughs> evening path. He's the, a well-rounded fellow. The evening path is my favorite one. That's the one I like Aww. the most, and this is where this guy lives. And he ruined that. He did. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, even though I'm 100% in the right in this scenario, uh, I've, the, the first time that this happened, actually, this, that this guy yelled at me, there was a maintenance guy right there who, after he went away, was like, yeah, you don't have to listen to him. You clean up after your dog. You're good. Uh, and so I was like, you have an ally. I, I, this, I have, I know that I'm in the right in terms of like the, the rules here. He, he's like, I'm going to report you. I'm going to report you. Go ahead and report me. Nothing's going to happen. I'm not going to get in trouble. You should emotionally center on the fact that everyone knows this guy is wrong. Everyone knows. No, no, it doesn't matter though. He won. He won. How? Because I'm not going to walk my dog there anymore. No, come on, Kevin. No, I'm not going to walk my dog there. You should become a Buddhist. If you're a Buddhist, this wouldn't bother you. <laughs> I, I know. I yeah, nothing would Buddhist. bother you. you need even to like more, the destruction of our environment. You need to get more and, centered. Uh, yeah, I don't mean I, to, I to should, shame. I Buddhists, should become a Buddhist. Yeah, I think everyone should. Maybe the world would probably be better. There's definitely a white person uh, tapping into Buddhism as a as an excuse to tune out from all political events or you know your role in the world thing that happens. I don't know, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't begrudge anyone that. Well, that's actually, I'm, I used to be, I kind of used to be more into that. And I like realized that ultimately it is like a thing that it, I don't mean to say selfish, but like the way that I would, the the, the stuff that I was reading and stuff is like, uh, you're not supposed to be, to, to become too involved with the world is a negative thing. And you're supposed to really just like become passive to it. Ultimately, like it's a pass passivity that, uh, is something I'm looking to get back into, possibly. Okay. <laughs> um, I got a cat. You know, I got the kitten now. Basically, life is about, you know, perfecting your cat fam, getting good pics of them, mm. and, like, trying to let them to be friends and getting, them, getting the right food. And that's it. And that's my sphere of influence. Sure. Mind your own garden. Yeah. Yeah. My I, garden is I would cats. love to just be uh, an yeah, isolationist act- and just, like, that's the thing. I live in this fucking dump. All right, I live in this dump that I don't want to live in. 
that took me a year, like took me like a year of my life to find when I was living in my sister's basement uh, because my dad burned my fucking house down. Uh, and this, this is uh, this so all this struggle to find this patch of shit to live in, right? And then uh, the little like little thing walking my dog, my dog who's completely fucking ignorant to everything going on in the world, my dog who used to have a backyard to run around in every day. You know, who now has to fucking live in a shitty apartment, hot, shitty apartment, you know. Uh, he yells at me, go, go walk him on your patch of grass. My patch of grass for outside of my building is like fucking tiny. It's tiny. Uh, and, it's, and, and that just shows, what is your logic? What, what do you think a dog does? You think a dog is just something that lives in a building and then I take it out to piss and shit for five seconds right in front of my building? I don't think he wants to walk around. Like, what, what, this is clearly a person who has, has no love in his heart for animals whatsoever. And which I don't really care about those kind of people. Uh, the worst, the worst. Seems like you care a lot. No, I mean I don't care for them. I care a lot about them. <laughs> I care. Uh, I, but you know, whatever. I get it. I get it. He's frustrated. You know, I don't know what his life is. Maybe he's laid off. Maybe he's whatever. Yeah, I'm sure it's bad. I mean, everyone's life is bad. Maybe he's ste- maybe it's like the guy stepping on rakes in the cartoons. Like every time he leaves the house, he just steps in a big pile of dog shit. I mean, <laughs> he probably re- he's yeah. not stepping in my dog shit, though. And no, he's I've, not. Also, but. I walk this path. I've literally never seen dog shit in front of his building. I don't even know what he's getting mad at. I don't know whose dog shit he's seeing that's ra- driving him crazy. I think it's just that he doesn't, you know, he just sees a guy walking his dog, and he doesn't like dogs, and he, you know, he thinks that this is his lawn, which it's not. You rent the building. You rent the room in your building. You don't rent the grass here. Uh, but... But then it's just the powerlessness that I'm going to accede, even though I'm 100% right. I'm following the rules. I'm gonna let this guy win, and uh, because I don't want, I just don't want this this conflict. Is how do I win? What do I do? Report him back? Report him for what? Yelling at me about my dog? There's no win there. I mean, nothing's gonna happen about you that. You should teach him a lesson. They're not gonna go be like, hey, stop yelling at this guy about his dog, because he'll just keep yelling at me. So I have to go back to my fucking shitty apartment, you know, uh, and it's just just. A reminder of like the humiliation that my life's become now to me. No, Kevin. it's absolutely humiliating. No. It's humiliating. I've, I used a bad I, I, man the psych, is it's mean the, to it's you. It's the psychological. And you think you're not good anymore. It's the psychological uh, uh, effect of living in these little little fucking boxes. Oh, man, these little that. shitty boxes that are made for people who who don't have you know who don't have family or don't have the money uh, or the job whatever to have a home. These little shitty boxes, you don't control anything around you. After living close quarters with people who don't, who don't like, I mean, this place is strewn with trash all day long, everywhere. Every, like, I see all these dumpsters, like, there's like dumpsters on every corner, and they're all overflowing with trash. And it's like, when I see one of the dumpsters that's overflowing with trash, you know what I do? I walk my trash to a dumpster that isn't full. I don't just fucking leave it right there next to the dumpster. But everyone in my apartment complex seems very content to just do that because they're just overflowing everywhere. Um, and that's just seeing it every day. It's just a reminder of, like, this is my life. This is what I see. You know, I was this morning, on my morning walk, I was listening because I was already anxious and, and, and depressed because of that dream. I was listening to classical music because it usually calms me down. I was listening to Ravel, and I remember I was just walking yeah. along. And I, I just, I was just like, oh, uh, and I, I was... I was thinking about the the milieu of 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 like Ravel was living in when he composed. I love this music. Ravel. Ravel is one of the yeah, best. Yeah, it's great. This beautiful music, you know, and 
I know, obviously, he was, like, probably shitting in a bucket or whatever. So there's, like, th- things about his life that weren't as good. Mm-hmm. But, well, and he got that brain disease later that yeah. made him make that one song. Yeah, so At life, least according to Radiolab, sorry. <laughs> life wasn't, you know, great and a lot of, it doesn't have a lot of modern things, but this is a guy who's in the milieu he's living in. It's the milieu of classical music, right? Also, ornate was, pianos, but, nice, beautiful buildings, all that shit, whatever. I, and I don't mean to interrupt. I just want to say... I don't mean to say that one song. Bolero is great. Bolero is a great song. So yeah, yeah. That's the one. That was the brain disease song. Yeah, because it's like apparently it's it's a, it's like a pet pop psychology theory that um that he had because this there's I forget the name of the disease or whatever, but there was another artist that had it where they in modern times when they could actually diagnose these things or whatever, where she became super obsessed with strawberries and it's a thing that like, and started painting these amazing strawberries and stuff, but it's like you become really hyper fixated on one thing Mm. and Bolero is notorious for its innovation of being like one melody throughout repeated Mm. with variation. But like, it's, it's the, it's over and over and over. It's, and it's, it is like a fixation piece. Okay. It's cool. But yeah, continue. Yeah, don't let any, don't let everybody say you don't learn anything from this podcast, okay? <laughs> but yeah, I just remember, I remember like, oh look, there's a plastic spork, there's a KFC wrapper, there's a, a bottle of Patron. I'm just looking at these images and, and, and this, the way it's like contrasting with the, the what I what I know Debussy or uh, Ravel was looking at, you know, in his world that he was moving through all the time, and I'm just like, it's just this weird clash. Of like, what am I even holding on to? What kind of pretense am I holding on to with my life when this is the fucking shit that's going to be around me probably forever because it's not, I'm not going to climb out of this. Why not? How is it going to happen? Where is it going to happen? The economy is getting worse every day. I have no fucking skills. But you don't have to. I mean, I'm not trying to doubt because I, there, yeah, being stuck in a fucking situation is the worst and it's not like it's easy to move. But one, I just mean to say that like I one time lived in one of these type of apartment complex just like when I first moved here where, yeah, you're like, it's giant complex. You're cubed in. It fucking sucks. Like it felt miserable, and uh, you should move to Hamtramck or something, man. No, it's like, I, good luck with dogs. Well, I had a fucking nightmare trying to find a place that would let me have a dog in the first place. Yeah, My credit can... score sucks. I have no potential roommates. I'm gonna which find not that you. I want, but like to make things more financially feasible. Yeah, you have to deal with that. You know, I'm going to get you a place through my landlord whose name I don't know other than that it's AK. He goes by AK. No, I'm going to, I'm, uh, if, if I still feel this way tomorrow, I'm going to tell them I'm moving out. Good. You should move someone that, yeah, that and doesn't and I'm have gonna move people to like this and isn't like, no, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not joking. Kevin, no. Hamtramck. No, no. I hate those people. Kevin, what people? The white ones, not the other ones. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Clear. I mean, that's like the minority of people there is the white ones. There really aren't that many white people in Amtramic. <laughs> I hate those people <laughs> about Amtramic. That's if you don't like white people, man, that's the spot to yeah, be in. That's the thing. That's why I love Hamtramck. <laughs> that's why I, when I got out of Commerce Township, the moment I was just like, just it's not that I'm like fetishizing being surrounded by you know, uh, fucking lack of a better term, people of color. Uh, that it's just that being around white people is a particular kind of insanity. Like they they fucking suck. And I'm, not, I'm not currently around white people right now. Really? No. Oh well, when I mine I'm was very full much of white not people. around white people. Mine like, was like full of white of people. One of like five. Uh, this guy had a very Karen attitude, by the way. 
Yeah, male Karens. They're out yeah. there apparently, according to the you know. All, don't I uh, don't read into what I just said. It's not. I'm, I'm just saying the color of the skin of the round you does not really doesn't matter that much whether they're white or not. They can be shitty. Yeah, but don't move to Wyoming though. No, I want to be a want. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, that's what Kanye did, and look at him. He's you doing know? great. He's got, I know his new song is actually good and I, cool. I didn't, I didn't hear his song, but <laughs> it's he's out like there crying wash about us in the blood. It's, it's good, and that's is it what's about Harriet Tubman. Yeah, that's what's going. No, but that's the thing. Also, the thing about the uh, Harriet Tubman thing. So basically, Kanye, Kanye is still running for president. If everyone, you know, anyone was curious, there was a thing that was reported that he wasn't because he didn't file to get on the ballot. But that's not stopping him. So uh, he made a point, an inelegant point about how black people were still enslaved post-slavery. And he, like, in the moment, tied it to Harriet Tubman not freeing the slaves specifically. And everyone wants to be like, Kanye fucking said Harriet Tubman's bad. And he was, I mean, honestly, do, does, do we want Kanye to be a resistance lib? I would much rather have a Kanye that's, like, grappling with the fact that, like, Republicans and Democrats are bad. Yeah, I would like to have I, a Kanye who's also going on... Going on Making this platform all about abortion. And yeah, it should be well, illegal. I very much like a pro, pro-life. No, he fucking no. Didn't. He's gonna give. He changed his platform. No, he didn't. He that was like a throw-off comment. No, and that's how that, somebody challenged him on his pro-life yep. thing, and then he was like, "Well, then, well, uh, everybody who has a baby should get a million dollars." That's not changing. That's not changing your platform. No, it's moving him left. That's not we on the fucking. Left. No, you didn't. <laughs> that shows that we. This can is a move man. This is a yet. this is a man who's having a fucking no, mental health crisis that in is, front of us. Of course, us. the the disclaimer that always needs to be said whenever Kanye is fucking in crisis and. We're watching it like it's fucking. And he doesn't have a show. single person in his life who is willing to, no. to to intercede and be like, "Dude, you need to you need to get out of this." At this campaign event where he was like screaming about how he was almost aborted and like his daughter was almost aborted, and he was really screaming. And it's like, and everyone wants to be like, "Fuck Kanye," and it's just like, let's just not talk. Like I don't know. I mean, we're talking about. But we're not. Oh, let's just not talk about Kanye. Anymore. Yeah. I mean, let. Let's let's like not pretend that it's I and let let's not pretend it's anything other than it's a guy who's having troubles. <laughs> it's a guy who has a having a hard time and I got, have no sympathy for Kanye West. I have zero sympathy. I don't have for sympathy. Kanye West. Uh, you, sympathy's I, not the right word, but it's like, just yeah, like, you have it's a, an explanation, you know? Yeah, it's an explanation, <laughs> but it's like you you are someone who can afford all the treatment you need. But that's you, you. But that's part of the condition is that you don't seek. I, it's not like you seek treatment if you're having a bipolar episode or he, whatever. He knows he's bipolar. I know, but the I, from what I understand about bipolar is that the insidious nature of it is that when you are on an upswing, it feels really good. You know, it's yeah. like you become addicted to the feeling of the upswing in in the bipolar thing, and it's like people are always like, "Oh wow, why don't people?" Uh, you know, he's gotten people around him, all the Kardashians, all their money. Like, why don't they? Uh, do something about it where it's like it's it's a fucking shitty situation where like what are they gonna do have him straight jacketed you know against his will dragged away like i don't know and that's why i guess it's not ultimately not that crucial or interesting to talk about because it's just it's or you know it's a it's a man going through troubles that yeah i mean i pity him a little bit but really who who gives a fuck the fact that he thinks he his, his musical genius and his money thinks he thinks he's he's should be taken seriously in, in anything political. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, he's he's done being until he gets any kind of treatment. He's done being a a force for good in the world right now, 
And he, I hope, I, and the fact that he has gotten this much pushback from so much people, like from, from was he ever though? I mean, like, I mean, he he might have said better things before. But no, I like mean no his music. Is. I mean his music. His music is still. I, I liked his. <laughs> I liked his new. Well, song. I haven't listened to his new. I song. was shocked by. It. I like put it on. I was like, what's this going to be? Because I haven't liked a lot of his recent ones where they were like explicitly political and there was like those ones with the the album art was the, what it looks like when you send an audio file and text message and those ones didn't like stand out to me but this newer one i don't know he did a pretty good job actually and that's it makes like i feel about kanye how i feel about the beatles like the beatles thought they were like a, a force of good in the world like they thought they were like these uh these 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 pioneers and avatars of like progress and and enlightenment and of course they weren't you know they're just like good musicians with really good creative instincts that like got really popular and have big egos and yeah uh, so is it true that Michelle Obama's new podcast is actually called Two Peas in a Pod? No. God, what? God kidding. damn it. Why did you tell me that lie? That just would have been so good. Is it because you saw the the Reddit post where they were asking when the segment's going to come back? No, no, I've never been on our Reddit. Well, though that's you fucked me up because I thought that was going to be the best response ever to is the Two Peas in a Pod segment coming back. No, I was joking back. about well, I was making be, a joke how you have to listen to it. How though. could that be real? There, how could that be real? Have you lived in the world recently? Unfortunately. Everything is real. Even skinwalkers. The skinwalker curse has its roots in a feud between the Ute tribe and the Navajo tribe. At a time when the Utes were really aligned with the United States government and had sold many of their peers into slavery. So the Navajo cursed this property. A skinwalker is essentially a witch that has chosen to put on the skin, essentially, or the form of what can only be described as a giant wolf. A skinwalker is something that exhibits superhuman agility and strength. For anyone salivating for a return of the two peas in a pod segment, rest assured, coming back folks you say that like every time <laughs> it's coming back don't worry no more no more politics on this podcast you know no more just reviews of other podcasts and like you know other dumb shit just reviews of other podcasts and i, I actually don't know how to say this word is it inchoate or inchote inchoate 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 oh that might be right okay so no one actually has a firm understanding how you say this word okay. I, th I looked it up once. but that word i don't know i'm not confident in that but that's just how i've always but, said but yeah it. uh unformed and 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 raw uh updates of my my life in my apartment that'd be just two peas in a pod and kevin that, you cannot go to wyoming i wyoming is a gorgeous place i want to go somewhere where i'm alone Kevin, no. Where you, where you can write your manifesto. Oh, my God. We're going to become a fucking remote record podcast? Chapo's going to be a remote, remote, remote record podcast. Yeah, a podcast that you don't like. Wait, I'm just saying. Felix is going to move to Minnesota. Um, so. The whole joy is we're here. We're, you know, the water starts falling on us from the ceiling while it's raining. Nick's running around with a bucket. Everyone loves it. No, I want to go. I want to go. Jack Torrance. Uh, I was right. In a snowy. What is it? In Coet. That's what I said. That's what he said. Oh, that is what you said. What did <laughs> oh, I say? Look at this it. fucking guy. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. So so uh, assured of his pedantry <laughs> that he thought he knew. No, you were right. 
What I meant to say is Dustin was right. <laughs> yeah. Easy mistake to make, you know. Uh, oh. Sorry, I'm dis- I'm a disassociating from myself. I can't. My my Yeah. My consciousness is just like floating around the room. Not sure <laughs> Bouncing around where the it room. belongs. Fish. That's a fish song. I don't need to know that. I've heard it live. That sucks. I don't want the pod people to think that I am a fish fan. Yeah. I'm not. I just went to a fish show. Half of one. You did? On a whim. Those, that's, that is the, the only reason why I'm actually curious about fish is because it's like so amazingly bad and intolerable that it actually like, I wouldn't, if I tried to make music that I hated, it could not ever be that bad. So, I mean, well, I went, I went on a week, off to them. Yeah. I went on a weekend trip to Chicago and then I was like, I had some free time in my, my schedule and I was like, Oh, like, fish is playing. Might as well check well, I was that like, out. Are there any concerts going on? And I was like, Oh, there's fish is here tonight. Because Chicago is a, uh, uh, notoriously barren of cultural f- things to do, do on a, any given night. Well, I wanted, I, I wanted to go to a concert. Hmm. Um, and then everyone in the audience was and just And that was like, the only concert that was going on? It was the only one of a band I had heard of. Okay. And then they I'm just started gonna, noodle jamming for fucking 20 minutes. And it was on the island, too. So it was cool. It was on an island. And the, the fucking... It's just how do you come up with lyrics as annoying as they do? It is actually an accomplishment. It circles back around to being like, I'm impressed, actually. Well, I just remember being very... Uh, I, was, I was like... Why, everyone was walking around. like Not everyone, but like there were a lot of people just walking around holding the finger up in the air. And I was like, what's going on with this? The, what is the this index what finger? Is this, yeah, what is this weird... Thing? And it's everyone announcing that it's their first fish show. <laughs> <laughs> I left half... I, there were a lot of... It was... It was the the, the, the so demographic horrible. was what you would expect it to be. A lot of Cheech's and Chong's... Uh, and I left halfway through. It was too too hippie, too hippy dippy for me. I feel like hippie is almost like hippie is almost not even. They're beyond. Hippie. They're just like they're skip straight to like burnout. You know. Yeah. Because um, <sighs> Grateful Dead is like hippie. They got like you know they did become you know there's a burnout element to Grateful Dead, but there's also an, a nice hippie element. But Fish is like once you've burned that it's just the end. It's the end of your brain activity when you become engaged with this kind of thing. Something well, then maybe I should get into it. I would like my brain activity to also cease. <laughs> if fish will do it to you. You should just start, like, start huffing gas or something. I, Dude, I mean, start I, huffing duster, man. Come on. You, Stay here and huff duster, please. You don't understand how this... I, I After this encounter where I... I Kevin. Go back. I go back to my. Start doing whippets. Oh, I go back to my room and I'm just laying in the couch on my shitty, fucking Walmart futon that hurts my back, uh, and I'm just staring, staring at the ceiling, thinking about like, maybe, why don't you go get drunk? Why don't you go do drugs? And I'm like, no. I would get drunk with you. Kevin, no, let's no, do drugs I, no, together. No, no, no. Stay here and let's do drugs. I don't do that. Please do I don't do me, that. Though. I could never do it. I couldn't ever let myself do it for that reason. Okay, but just don't don't and, leave. And then bro. I just feel like I'm just slaying here and I'm a prisoner of these feelings. They won't go away. They were already feel, they, before that, you know, I was already thinking I was just, you know, my it's going to be the 3 year anniversary of my dad's death in 7 days. And uh, so that's just on my mind uh, all the time, and sorry, all these feelings come catch up to me, and I feel I you know I th- I'm thinking about my mom and my dad, and and you know, my house being burned down, and these 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 this very deep like 
it's a kind of feeling that I don't, um, I, I can't really talk to about it with people. Um, and then I sometimes feel like when I'm feeling this despondency over it, I feel like, well, you have to express it. You have to, like, you should, I don't know, text someone or post something on social media or something. Text but then, but then I don't. But then I don't because I realize it's pointless because they're all, all it's, it's just going to befuddle them. There's nothing, because there's nothing Not me, to Kevin. say. There's nothing to say about these things. There's nothing to say about it. It just sucks. A lot of life is just suffering and sucks, and there's nothing to do about it. Sounds like you should become a Buddhist. Damn. And then I just feel like I'm being waterboarded by by my own fucking feelings. Cause I'm just sitting here being like, well, I know I can't do anything about this. There's no, there's nothing to do about it. I just have to sit here and let it smother me. And then, of course, after that, I go outside and this guy, you know, when I'm already in the middle of this funk, this fucking guy, you know, that's this is the thing. We just none of us can ever just see each other's, you know, it's just it, it just. We just have to kill this guy. No, 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 okay. no, right, no, right, no, right, no. Right, I, I definitely was thinking that after this moment. I was, uh, but, but. But I just don't try to be supportive. We just can't just all fucking raging at each other all the time. Like just yeah. this this country is fucking sick. You know, just the way people treat each other, the way people treat each other, even working here, just the way people just Im- immediately assume, oh, you're a fucking dipshit because you work at this job, and they just talk to you like you're a fucking. Baby. Oh, you must be bored, huh? Are they clocking in and like just tired? shit like that? Every yeah. every facet of, hu- of of life in this country is full of of people just treating of just uh, of judging each other constantly in in, in very uh, uh, incisive and and cruel and unthinking ways, all the time, everywhere. Kevin, we have got to we got to hang out more, please. Can we hang out more extra, extra podcast? We got to hang. Come over to my house. Hang with my kids. I'll come to your place. You don't want to come to my place. Well, come to my place then, and we'll have a great time. Please. I have a porch we can sit on. It's time to talk about politics. <laughs> no. Oh, you're coming over. He's coming over. Kevin's coming over, folks, and. We can talk about politics if you want. If you don't want to, I got dwell. excited. I got briefly excited this morning too after my drink because I oh I was, I, there's some girl on a dating app who, who responded to my message who's actually a kind of girl who uh, is attractive and seems interesting. So I was like, oh whoa, this is exciting, you know. Uh, and then of course, what? You know, I mean, who? Know, I mean, maybe they'll respond to my message, but I don't know. But I was I was, I was, I was, I was a little bit on a, I was, I had a little bit of a, a bump up, and then of course, just fucking all shattered. You all gotta gone. stay here so the pod can be better, all so gone. that you can eventually get e clout that will lead to a, you know, an e girl. Oh an e girl. An e. Well, uh, yeah. If that's that, ultimately, you know, that's the type of girl you get from a podcast. No girl wants. No, no girl wants to deal with this. Kevin, I, th- I've empirical data to prove this that mm-hmm. no girl wants to deal with. I this. I don't know. Bit of a snack. I, uh, the, 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 my last girlfriend. I I remember we were I, I'm sure I've said this before, but like I, we went to breakfast. We went to a Coney Island for breakfast, and I was reading the paper. I don't know, it was a weird thing to do. But I was reading the paper, uh, and and I'm just I don't know some some news story. I'm just spewing hatred and bile about how I feel about the world. And she just looked at me, and this is this is like the sweetest girl I've ever been with. She's, she's that's the problem. And she just looked at me like with like like doe eyes, and was just like. Like, she was about to cry. Like, Kevin, please stop. Because I do this shit all the time. Kevin, you can find another a partner that another. has also had their hope hollowed out. No. Yeah. <laughs> and you can share that together. That sounds like we're going to kill each other, kill ourselves. No, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> no, you're like two, you'd be like Russian nesting dolls. Just like hollowed out, empty inside, but like you, ne- but you fit. Yes. 
and then you can together. build a small world together that at least tries to be good within the horrible, you know, external world, always trying to crush it and destroy it. But you can fortify a world between two hopeless people. No. I just... Or you could fill your Rus- Russian nesting doll with weed and, and alcohol. That's the, the other option. That's just come an, and do drugs with us, li- man. Let's drink. Come to Hamtramck. It's you literally get- not an option. My dad took that away from me. Ah, right. Yeah, that makes it less of a joke. Yeah, but it's like poetic okay. or whatever. Yeah, okay. What's poetic? I don't know. Did to like follow in your dad's footsteps. No. You like film. It's part of film. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, you don't have to get to that point. No, it's not that. It's a psychological barrier. It can't be breached. I understand. Yeah, no. I, we don't need to push on that. It's obviously like a serious. Uh, Fun up. You know, Fun my, up. I'm going to stop talking. My guys, dad actually, guys, you know. You this know, is going to be the worst episode of the show. Kevin, Kevin's got his dad <laughs> troubles, but when I recently visited home in Ohio, my dad was all like, oh, I'm I'm gonna cook you I'm gonna cook you a Thai burger a Thai burger thing and I was like what okay I'd rather kind of like make my own food is right before we were about to go on our family little kayak trip um, this is why also why the last episode isn't out yet or you know it will be out by this time this one is but why it's late for everyone that has listened to the last episode I went to Ohio you know threw everything off um, but my dad was like my sister was like oh yeah he's been talking about that Thai burger all week. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of sweet, actually. He, like, wants to make me some food. Come to find it's just him trying to pawn off frozen shit that's been in the freezer from Trader Joe's for, like, months. That he was excited. The reason why he was talking about it was he's just excited to get it out of the freezer. Because it's, cause it's vegetarian. And yeah, and it's, like, it. freezer burned and old. Like, they, like, whoever lived, you know, whoever lived there. You know, my people, my mom, Some my sister, I don't know. Yeah, they, they they bought it at some point, and it's just been wasting away in the freezer, accumulating freezer burn. And my dad served it to me like roasted like a hockey puck. And I was like, "This is fatherly love." That's and I and I wolfed it down to be excited to clean up the freezer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I I like made the crucial mistake of thinking that my dad is a great dad. You know, he just recently brought bought me a Kia, so my silver the silver spoon in my mouth is a Kia Forte, which is the same silver spoon in all of my siblings' mouth because my dad bought us a fleet of Kia Fortes. He was all excited to take... Well, Are you pic- sure it's a Kia Forte? What, a Kia Fort? Oh, because it doesn't mm, have an accent? Ma- no, 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 no. Because the year you gave me... Oh, it's a Kia Fort. It says on the back. But I think you got the year wrong. Oh, I must have got the year wrong. I've been saying 2006. Because I like Googled reason. it to see what it looked like or whatever, and like they didn't make that one that year. I don't know why I got the turn the the year 2006 in my head. Okay, apparently. I, I mean, I don't know. I it just, seems kind of newer than that. It's an it's a pretty nice car. My you know my dad got it for me for three thousand dollars on Craigslist. He man, said we really like. I'm getting whiplash here from the spectrum of experience. Oh yeah, I know because I have a dad that is because like, you have a dad. I have a dad. Yeah, and he's like. You know, I, I can't complain about him as much as he's a Republican and stuff. He's still like expresses love to me in the form of buying me a Kia. Uh, and it is also like, well, he does, he does drink you know, his, his little PBR. So it's not the same. He drinks PBR. But the main, the main point I'm trying to make is that, yeah, he, yeah, he but the main trying point, to tell a story about what you were doing the last main, week. Yeah, the main point... Well, I guess this isn't the main point I'm trying to make, but it is now that my dad was really excited to take a drone photo because he's a drone pilot. Because he works... He's a videographer for the news. Right. He's a classically, like, 
middle class, like actually working class guy who like is constantly working, constantly doing overtime and shit, working his ass to the bone, worked on Christmas every fucking year of my, you know, childhood, uh, but still is like a Republican bootlicker that's like, why didn't we want to have a problem or like fuck the union or maybe the, lately he's kind of as his quality of life in his workplace has declined. He's sort of been like, maybe the unions had a point, but, uh, he bought me, he bought us all Kias and he wanted to take a drone, uh, photo of us all on our cul-de-sac like each each sibling with their kia standing next to their kia yeah all like with their arms crossed like all parked in the middle of the cul-de-sac in a drone photo he started the drone company it's like he's not a drone company he started flying drones because he's like this is what i'll do in my retirement i'll shoot drone footage but yeah that's my dad consider us pioneers introducing the kia forte the first of its kind. Kevin. What? So I, you recently saw the, the touring jerry-rigged Trump parade. Oh, yeah. I found out that, that, yeah, that guy's <laughs> the real deal. He it goes constantly, all around. Yeah, he tours around all of Michigan. I've seen that shit drive by Main Art Theater many times. And it's always blasting like, I'm drive by bleep. be an American. Or, you know, whatever. Trump unity. That yeah, guy. Trump unity. Well, you saw the new spin where it's Trump 2020, it's Trump unity. What did you see? Describe this. It was a big float that said Trump unity. But it was parked, right? It was parked. It was parked. On That's the, the difference. I've seen it drive by, but I have never seen it parked. No, it was parked in the intersection by the uh, MGR on, 50, on uh, 15 and Van Dyke on the grass. And it was like four or five, like, just tubby Trump guys waving flags, shouting and flipping people off, and then one dutiful lady who was like scurrying around and doing gopher work for them. And uh big big Trump that said Trump Unity. Yeah, well that's that's what I saw. Was it I mean you I think Nick made the joke like imagine one of these for Biden and I really started to do that. No, I didn't know was, was that Kevin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like just I mean as much as I feel like coronavirus probably will like become crazy in the fall or at least like, you know, amplified in the fall and that there's a good chance Biden might win. The fact that I could not conceive of like a Biden. Well, the funny thing is like uh, is the slogan that you could put on it would be like really apropos, like, I mean, riding with Biden. Yeah. You're in a vehicle. But the whole Biden thing is that no one would do be there or be excited about it. And I, of course, there's like, you know, a silent majority. I don't mean to say that term, but just there's a bunch of people that aren't enthusiastic about Biden that will probably vote for him just to get rid of Trump and this horrible nightmare of pretending the pandemic doesn't exist. But like, I don't know. Where do you? It's, I mean, we don't have to go down this road necessarily. But where do you? Where do you guys stand? <laughs> Trump is Trump or Biden going to win? Or do you, is it still pretty ambivalent? Like, I don't know, man. I yeah. think Trump's going to win. Really? That's how I feel right now. I got fucking, I got, I'm split. Well, I mean, that's, because this is the same, I mean, I realize this, it's the, the, it's, the context is different because in 2016, you know, obviously there wasn't a whole lot of enthusiastic support for Clinton, but, you know, we all were cruising towards a Clinton win. We all just thought she was going to win just because how could she lose to a clown like that? So it wasn't real to people yet. So that maybe some people... That's the thing, though. People who like to vote, de- like who like to vote for Democrats, like to vote, you know. So, uh, so it's like, 
she loses then, and it's a shock to us, and now it teaches us all, oh, it's real. This could really happen, right? Uh, and then, of course, somehow, in like pathet- pathetically, uh, the same thing is happening all over again with uh, with another candidate who is maybe even has less enthusiasm than the most like the least popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, Democratic candidate in our lifetimes before that. That's the points that many have made is that Hillary actually she was more argue, popular she than didn't Biden. Have, she had an enthusiastic fan base. Yes, there were there, uh, no denying that because around here, this is Michigan. This is a important battleground state, right? And I uh, I realize like outward displays of of of, of who you're going to vote for. I mean, I don't I don't know how indicative of that, of that is as actual of actual votership. I've to this point seen like three Biden signs. And I've the Trump people are extremely. Extre- oh yeah, extre- they're flagrant. They, they do not. They will <laughs> let you be known who they vote for, and there are still a lot of them around here. A lot, mm. especially if you go Shelby, Sterling Heights, Romeo. You know, uh, that, that, ev- it's like everyone, everyone. Yeah. Um, I I do see a lot more Trump stuff in Michigan than Biden. I stuff. see I'm as sure much as I did then. In 20, I see yep. more than I did in 2016. Because they're doubling down, and there's no reason for them not to. I mean, like the Trump Unity thing, it had a bunch of like slogans and stickers on it, and like the way it spelled Trump Unity on the side. Uh, I don't know if this was a deliberate pun or if I was just reading into it. It looked like it was like Trump Unity, like impunity, and I'm like, is this a pun? Where you like you love him because he can do whatever he wants? Is, is this, or am I am I giving you mm. too much credit? But <laughs> like, not yeah. a lot of not a lot of. Another thing about Word that play going on in the uh, in the Trump Trump ranks. Mm. Another thing about that float that uh, was funny to me was that they had the flags that were had the green stripe for the military, the blue stripe for the police, and the red stripe for the fire department. And it's just fucking like the way that right wingers just like have like toddler brains about like everyone they were told uh, they were supposed to respect in like kindergarten or that heroes. were heroes in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh yeah. And we love the fight. We love we love the street execution force, and we support them. Uh, and we also love the guys who put out the fires. It's just too, yeah, it's just fun. It's a funny conflation, you know. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, and by hilarious, I mean fuck. God damn it. It's just like. Also, there's a. I'm sure many people have made this comparison before, but the the thing about the fire department is. You know, everyone understands the need for the fire department because there's like a public interest in not having raging fires that become larger and larger. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really wish these guys would have a goddamn stripe in the flag for fucking pandemic support because there's obviously a public interest in not having a virus spread like a fucking wildfire there... to every every member of the Uh-oh. of the country. <laughs> what? I mean, is there a public interest in that? Because a lot of these people don't seem to think. They're well, they don't. That's what I mean. Is that they, for some reason, it's. I mean, they're just so they're so able to not understand what the reality of a fucking pandemic is or a virus that we don't have any ability to contain is. Like they did, they don't because it is essentially the same thing. It's a thing that begins to spread, becomes uncontrollable as it spreads more and more, and and it doesn't matter if you. Because I saw there was like a fucking post. I don't remember who it was. Some dipshit like right-winger guy someone made the joke that he looked like an eli valley or ellie valley caricature in person saying like we'll send the kids to school and if they get sick they'll come home and they'll get better because kids don't die from it we're just like a, a governor a, of missouri I think. how the fuck do you not understand the basic concept that the kids come home and infect the parents 
And you know, the parents like it's it's just amazing. It's yeah, it's amazing how how I don't know if it's stupidity or craveness, and that's I mean we brought this question up before. <laughs> that's just it. I mean we we've I don't know how anyone has like any semblance of like kind of patriotism or love for this country broadly speaking. Like it's like the culture here is like completely devolved to a point that like you can't get people to agree about a fucking virus. Like the vi- like that where there's verifiable data everywhere all over. In 2020, this is like in 2020, like yeah, the, the fundamental difference the, the is you can see a fire. Of our dreams, uh, <laughs> people uh, can't get behind like very rudimentary concepts about maybe you know germ theory, germ, yeah, <laughs> like, stuff that we sorted out a long time ago. Uh, and like, yeah. unfortunately, you can't. Uh, yeah, when people don't have coronavirus, they're not literally on fire, so. People can just pretend like I don't know. This is kind of a trite observation, but like CAGA, you know? What's that? Keep America Great Again or oh. CAG, I guess. Is that because Trump didn't He's he going go, back to make America exactly, Great? Yeah, again. he did. Right, but like a lot of people, at least in the tw- Twitterverse, have the ca- hashtag CAG. Hmm. And it's like I, like, I was thinking, like, well, make. Make America Great Again is kind of an admission that he hasn't done it yet, right? Well, he was stymied by the horrible liberals. Right. But then the CAG is like, if you think that, then that we're there or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's, I mean, I don't think there's that much dissonance in that for a lot of people that they're like, yeah, they're materially comfortable to the extent that they're like, we made America great. Trump's the president. Like, I, I don't have to, like, deal with our, our you know, commander in chief saying stuff that, uh, that I don't like anymore. He's my guy. And that's the yeah. extent of their no, they, they, concerns. America is just another shitty TV show that they love so much to them. It's just it, it, America. It's the show, yeah. It's, it's the it's, show it's, shit it's, again. It's, you know, watch a new show. It's, and that's what the election is. You know, the, the, we want the Biden show. We want the Trump show. Well, we got the guy who's going to, you know, make fun of the people I don't like and make them angry because we love it. We love them being angry. Mm-hmm. We love people who, like, uh, wear masks to be angry. And, uh, yeah, he, ri- he riles them up. And, of course, Trump never apologizes. God, sli- sli- uh, this, I'm in no way shocked that this is the political thought of, of, of famous one, one brain seller, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, that he, but he posted this fucking photo of a uh, uh, still from uh, uh, First Blood of the Brian Dennehy character wearing a mask and then like tip tapping a uh, sly on the shoulder, being like, Where's your mask? As if like the, the cop is impugning on the, the, the veteran's right to not wear a mask. It's like taking the uh, First Blood, which is by far the best thing Sylvester Stallone has ever been involved in politically. Because uh, it's like this whole anti-authoritarian thing that's about you know how cops are uh, you know, bad really, uh, and uh, and then turning it into fucking libertarian drivel about how it's a, you should be allowed to do whatever you want. You're free. You're free. You're free to not wear your mask. You're free to just set you know just satisfy your craven id all day long. All day long, just feedback to you how you want to feel about yourself in the country. Doesn't matter who. Any, nothing's real. Nothing matters. 
your life is getting worse every fucking day. You no, no one's life, unless you're fucking rich or the, the child of someone who's rich, is going to get better. Like, we're not going to see anything good. Nothing good's going to happen in our lives. Uh, yeah. Nothing's I mean, going to get better. It's just going to get worse. And even some of these fucking dipshit, short-sighted uh, leftists who, like, are always doing their, uh, their, their political th- thinking about, like, well, all right, well, maybe this will happen. We can accelerate this or whatever. It's like, yeah, you're also completely fucking... We're, not, we're, we're so uh, fucked already by climate change that we don't even talk about it anymore. I know. Yeah, because it's, that, like, yeah, it's done really, though. It's there's happening. Such a no, there's such a noticeable drop-off as it gets worse and worse and be, beyond our ability to mitigate. Yeah, it's just funny even, to listen to them talk about, like, well, in 2024, it might look... Or in 2028, who knows? And it's like... Who knows what the world's even going to look like then? Because it could be... Like, fucking California could be on fire again and LA is burned down. Like, you... Not th- That's part of why, I mean, honestly, I'm like, part of me is I'm, I, 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 I don't want to give up, but I'm like, I'm giving up on the idea uh, 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 it sucks. Individual change. What are we going to fucking do? Like climate change? What are we going to do? Individual, what, what is our ability to affect it as individuals? So honestly, the only sane response is to try to make your own little bubble of life. You know, it is you're, like, it sounds like you're grill pilled. It is. Yeah, it is. And I, honestly, now you mention it, grill pilling is basically Buddhism. So... Life you know, is suffering. Ten, get on the get at the grill, your, buddy. Get some chops on the grill. Just tend your get, garden. Yeah, get some impossible burgs on the grill. Get a baby. Get a new baby cat that you love. That when you come home, you might think the world sucks, but you see the baby cat and you're like, "This is it." Because we're not be going to fix this shit. So. This might be the most depressing episode of this ever. Yeah, well, the world's getting worse and worse, so it's you know, it's not, it's not a Doesn't coincidence. You, when you Close your eyes and think. Do you see like? When I close what do my you eyes think? think wh- do, you, do you think you uh, have a future? Like, what do you like? Five years from now, do you th- do you think something's gonna be there? I mean, my imagination of the future is 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 always entirely just basically trying to mitigate the horrible world. Like to try to carve out. I don't. I don't. The future. I don't think of like a career or anything. I just hope that like. I can be making enough money from weddings or whatever to like live okay, and that's it, you know. Or scavenging enough canned goods to stay alive in your. Well, I know that it's in the fallout shelter that you found. It's going to reach a point where where climate change does begin to really seriously affect things, and at that point, I'm like. Well, it's already very seriously affecting my happiness because this is the most miserable summer of my life. And of course, by seriously affecting things, I mean in my life. It's already seriously affecting things everywhere else. Like, I mean, but like in Michigan specifically, we're in like a, it's it's hot. This is a hot summer. But Cl- climate change means more mosquitoes too. If you've noticed, I'm I, I'm going to become a fucking uh, revelations. Bible thumper, so I can enjoy this. Oh yeah, be like man. the apocalypse is here. All I, you want to know what I see when I close my eyes? What images from uh, Event Horizon and Hellraiser? I mean, you can open Dude, your eyes and you'll sick. see those tunes pretty soon. Just like torture orgies. Yeah, the best kind. We could show you such. We have such pleasures to yeah. show you. Yeah. At least that would be kind of like metal, at least. Yeah. I mean, it'd be horrible. Shit, I think I'm going to watch Revent Horizon. I mean, the future is going to be metal, but there's not going to be any resources for people to be able to make metal music, so we'll just have to enjoy the actual... Whatever. Music. Even in Mad Max, they had the guy with the guitar. Hell yeah. Optimism. I love that. Yeah. Yes. 
We're not getting. Yeah. He was all like mutated or whatever from the pollution. Yeah, well, but there's actually there's a there's a can't like extra world canon where he was like a you know blind boy that you can kind of infer it from the film, but he's like a blind boy that like was crazy, like you know had no means of communicating with the world and became a rock rock star on the warpath, and that's basically and that's where rock music will all, is ultimately. We're just gonna. Be we were like, just talking about how rock music is over the other day, Kevin and I. You and yeah. It's never gonna. Go. Again, well, I just again, made again. We've I had just this made. A, I just conversation fucking, before. But. I became a little troll. I was today. Uh, I I became a little bit of a nasty troll where I was doing. Who were you trolling? I was trolling Beatles fans. Uh, where there was those one, are your people. Well, it actually it was an accident, like because there was one guy who like made some comment about how like Beatles actually like. Wait, so you were on the internet. On Twitter. Doing Beatles shit again? No, on Twitter, uh, I have my only thing that I have flagged as a thing to send me, like, uh, tweets about is the Beatles. That, like, other than people I follow. You mm-hmm. know, you can, like, flag it to send you topic-based right, tweets. Right, And there was one about how, well, it, down in the replies, there was, like, a guy saying uh, the Beatles actually guess what they like they didn't invent rock and roll they like they stole rock and roll and i made a quote uh hold hold on hold on let me let me get i was trying to make fun of this guy and his uh let me find this speaking of replies i had to stop following the uh local for wdiv twitter account why because it was making me so so angry. All right, let me read. Let, oh, I'll wait. read. Just re- looking at the replies. Oh. And just seeing the, like, what is this? just racist reactions to every single fucking story they tweet. Oh, the yeah, I, yeah, me too. Like the local news. Why the yeah. fuck would I think well, I don't that unfollow that, would... that, but I don't like, res- I try not to respond, though I do sometimes. I need to, like, not look at replies ever. But So there's a guy who said, the Beatles weren't original and just stole American blues and rock, just like the Rolling Stones. The info is all out there. And so I posted, in quotes, who so the you're fuck? not trolling a Beatles fan. You're just no, being is, a. You're just being some fucking. No, bl- listen, you don't blind know the acolyte oh, wow. for the Beatles. Everyone, like the guy knows the movie after were. he watched Act One. He knows everything let's, about the movie. Okay, let's hear the okay. fucking climax. So, says, so I said, "Who the fuck is Little Richard?" In quotes, we created rock and roll, and I attributed it to the Beatles. And I said, "Truly disgusting." So band. you're doing white supremacy on Twitter now. <laughs> I said it's a disgusting band, and then and then Major Tom said, "Before you go around spreading lies, the Beatles never claimed to invent rock, and they had a lot of respect for Little Richard." And I said, "No, they really said that. Look it up." And he said, "Comment the source you found that that you found that from." And I said, "Sorry, it's not my job to educate you." And he said, "Translation: That source never existed, and you just made that quote up." And Did I, you? You should have replied just with www.google.com I did think I actually did consider doing that and I instead of instead of doing that this I actually was, like where this is going during that tweet I was about to, the response to this tweet was almost www.google.com I said there weren't even in quotes there weren't even guitars before us there were only nursery rhymes also the blues are a myth Paul McCartney look I don't like that the Beatles said this stuff either sorry if I ruined your idea of them 
And they just responded with, again, you mind providing the source from where you got this info from? And of course, you've got a bunch of other Beatles fans like liking all the other <laughs> retorts. <laughs> and I'm just, at that moment, I realized the Beatles, uh, God bless them, they're like really similar to the gun guys online that are like when you say an AR-15 stands for I think you've rifle. inspired me. I think shitposting is the only way out of this hell. That's how I felt after doing this. It, you know, it's not just like not because being sincere on Twitter is just a it's just a losing fucking unless you're just like super sharp and just owning motherfuckers. I don't feel like I have that. You got shit I don't think I have that. I think I'm just gonna start shit posting. It's all about the shit posts. And it, you know, I got a little. You know, I got a little well, that's fun. A, I got a little fun. I don't know if this is gonna make it into the episode that hasn't been released yet but <laughs> i think i offhandedly said the kw guy for congress that absurd big time socialist guy i don't remember this yeah the yeah the guy who's talking about like koreans and just like the most like melted brain right-wing bullshit and then T heidecker had him on their podcast well so tim heidecker that day when we were recording said that he sorry guys i'm it turns out i made this guy up he's just a character and i said that on microphone he was trolling that guy apparently that man is real <laughs> correction folks i said folks three times i'm trying to get re reduce it but you know yeah for somebody who doesn't think we need to put an x on the end of everything it's you keep saying folks. I don't you keep saying folks I didn't know I thought that I'm fine with an X I don't care you X know? gun give it to you whatever people want to say the only good that's thing great. that I thought that's I've, I've seen that this whole this whole pandemic time was that they might not make any more Deadpool movies fuck why no. do they? Why would they do that? Why do they? That's say even that? worse than you moving to Wyoming. I don't know why. Well, because Fo but they that, make money though. Deadpool what do they was care? made by Fox, and Disney bought Deadpool. Oh, is Fox, it too edgy for and Disney? I think it's too edgy for Disney. Mm. Well, that's a win. No more snarky R-rated, truly superhero films. The, and because the Deadpool movies are. Is cool? Ryan Reynolds canceled? Awesome. The most dog shit <laughs> of dog shit you can consume. We have a We have listeners that love that shit. They yeah, need what to, the they, fuck? They need to wake up. They need. They need to. Damn. We the only listeners we that lose. we. I honestly don't know if you. If you really like Deadpool, I don't know if it's possible for you to be redeemed. Not like <laughs> oh, in human. Not like in human life. This is one of our close personal friends loves <laughs> oh Deadpool. My God. But I don't what, know. That? I. I don't know if he loves it, but he's into it. I just don't know if you can. Uh, oh, Kevin. You can ever claim to have. Right, risen out of the quagmire if you if you fucking still <laughs> Kevin's truth Kevin's stone tablets he brings down from the mountain and this is why you can't leave we need you Deadpool yeah I mean I've never seen yeah, and then, this is a rip off of another character uh, also yeah he Deathstrike right he's a, a, well, he's a parody of Deathstrike okay because Deathstrike they have this the same I don't want to pretend I know anything about this I don't this is like mm. Hamilton. I'm pleading the fifth. I don't know anything about this. The only fans I want to categorically oh, did you see say that? don't listen are fish fans. Sorry. That's it. Just don't. If you're a fish you fan, get Lin the fuck out of here. Lin-Manuel right. Miranda is like doing a, something with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> okay. Like today something? or tomorrow. Fucking? No, <laughs> I like an interview something? or some shit. 
No, it's two of our favorite oh, people. Oh, God, together. they're doing an interview. At last. That sounds good. All right, I'll listen to that. Crossover event of the year. Sounds really cool. Is he going to do the face? The DreamWorks face or the soy face? The soy face that he does with uh, who uh, is that? Chuck Wending. Yeah, that that photo. That's like the Wendig. That's the uh, Wendig, the definition yeah. like Wendig. in the dictionary of a soy face. It's the, it's that. Photo. That yeah, that's it. That should be there. I mean, it's a perfect. I mean, it's, it's just it's honestly like there will never be a better soy face yeah. ever or worse soy face ever than that one. It's like and that's it. You know, it's not completely not ironic. Looking too. at that picture, I truly understand the Nietzsche quote about the abyss. <laughs> Horrendous. Oh God! I just I've just become a like a car like a car guy now. That's cool. No, no, not like I like I like cars. I could give a shit about those. What? I mean, like I drive. Like you like cars? Disney cars? No, not that. You love cars too. Screen at the White House this week or whatever. (laughs) You love Mater? No, yeah, Mater. You think he's funny? No, I was. I'm more of a Lightning McQueen guy. (laughs) But uh, no, I just drive around and I just fucking have conversations to myself with myself while I'm driving around listening to the new Dixie Chicks album. Kevin, save it for the pod. Yeah, just, no, it's, it's totally incoherent shit where I'm just raging about culture and how much I hate it. It's, I still stand by, save it for the like, pod. Like, I hate it. We want to hear it. There's not, I look over, I survey the landscape of every, of every of, where am I seeing anything good around me anywhere in life? I mean, where are you driving in Warren? No, I don't mean physically. I mean, like in the world. What do I see? That's <laughs> well, uh, clearly our political institutions have failed us beyond all measure. There's, we're not making any progress in that in that realm. Uh, it's bad. Yeah, no, there's no there's no yeah. coming back from this. I've, yeah, yeah we materially can in that. my life, nothing's getting better. I'm lonely. I have, my social set, uh, network is frayed, and 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 and, uh, and it, considering the the confines of the pandemic, I have some friends. You know, obviously, I'm not saying I don't have any friends. But uh, it's clearly not satisfying all of my needs. But Kevin, you don't. I can you, satisfy your needs. Mom, you just over need to, ask. to my house. No, this is. I've already Kevin, offered to help text you out. Me this is just time. one thing of Call many me. things. This is, but I'm just saying, Kevin. on a granular level, in my own life, nothing's getting better, and clearly only going to get worse, probably forever. We have to uh, hang out more. And, and all and, of us. And the, can you and, just like put together like a like a clip show, or like not a clip show, but like um. You know, like still photographs on like a drive that we could put up on the big screen, and it's just like pictures of all of Kevin's favorite people, like you know, in bathing suits or whatever. No. And then we all we come here, and we just ma- like, and we su- masturbate. Surprise! <laughs> I think it would be a bonding experience. <laughs> yeah, no, Kevin, you, know you, you, you won't I... move to Wyoming. I'll masturbate with you <laughs> twenty starlets in the movie theater. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> did uh, did you? One of my my first girlfriend. She told me. That her boyfriend before me used to like have her have his friends over, and then they would all put blankets over their their, their laps and jerk off to porn together. And I when, it, when she told me that, I was like, she told me that like that's the thing that dudes do, and I was like, I've never done that. I've never heard another man ever say that they've ever done that. Have you guys ever done that? No, I've never done. But I've heard many tales of people like starting to tell that story and then realizing that. Okay. Yeah, they, they, look they, at his they, they, just, look at they his didn't face. have an, the right audience. For yeah. It. <laughs> They're like, oh, clearly this isn't a universal experience. Okay. So no, I will say this. I I had a friend in elementary and junior high school, and it, his dad had like an extensive pornography collection, and at we used to just like look at the magazines or whatever, and then I do remember. He, there were a few times where he would put on 
it was like a sleepover situation and he would put on you know vhs tape of some porn and i remember specifically one instance where there was a blanket i believe if i remember i mean this is there was a blanket this is 25 years ago or something he was like he had a blanket over him i don't know i didn't see anything but i remember him asking me about jerk like jerking off like if i did it or or like how often i did it or something and i hadn't even done it yet this was like maybe seventh grade yeah, or something i remember the first time or sixth grade sixth or seventh grade i don't know and him asking me about that and i was like oh i don't do that because i was still weirded out by it or whatever like still yeah. thought it was like an embarrassing thing to do yes and he very well could have been beaten off like right <laughs> like right next to me but yeah there may there was a guy on a paintball trip should i say things. his name on the podcast yeah do it should we first tag him in the first episode let's do it get it out there i'm just kidding let's dox him i'm not gonna do that on a paintball trip one time the only like paintball oh yeah trip paintball trip back when i was a youth in ohio and i had like somebody lit you up country with their boyfriend. little airsoft no, we, their, we, uh, we were in the tent that night i was having the time of my life i was like hell yeah we're boys out here shooting paintballs at each other we just had a fight in the ravine and then that night in the tent, and you woke up with two round paint marks on your forehead <laughs> And you're like, oh, somebody yeah, paint shot marks. me in the face with, and it turns out your your tent mate just dipped his balls in paint and dip, and teabagged you. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it came on me. <laughs> I also thought you were gonna say it came on yeah. him. No, what actually that's happened? Smile. That's so much. That's so much more disgusting. Than the, the one of the one of the the guys during the t- like during the night he started. Oh, we got back into our. This is where we belong. By the yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy in a, who started like in his sleeping bag, standing up and like dancing around, like wiggling. And he was like, "I'm a dancing sperm. I'm a dancing sperm." And I was like, "What's a sperm?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "It's like what comes out when you masturbate." And I was like, "What's masturbating?" And he was like, "How old are you at this point?" Ah, uh, like eleven, twelve. Okay, yeah, right at the third. Right. Like, and and they're like, you "Call, don't call know back to the mas- last episode where your parents never told you shit about." No, you, that's yeah. I, I, yeah, I had I had parents that were like conservative and afraid of talking to me about that type of stuff. That's how you end up with like a fucking sixteen year old with a kid. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, I mean, they they were just like, "Yo, you've never heard of masturbating." before and i was i just were they making fun of you seared with embarrassment i was like oh shit what is that i guess i don't know it must be it must be cool though it must be and then when you got home you figured it out figured it out your whole hell yeah though i mean i don't want to overshare but to be honest the first time i was about to come i didn't know it was going to happen and i ran to the toilet has anyone ever else had this experience i was no i just shot in my fucking pants i was just rubbing it and i was like oh shit What's, the first time going to come out of this. <laughs> I feel like it was like shooting heroin. <laughs> it was like the way. first time was like <laughs> it like I think it broke my brain for the for I my brain is still not recovered from that experience. So there's just a that was just like whoa 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 right something <laughs> feels that good what yeah. There was just there, a man who was like trying to get into the. He I love walked people, away. People he was like while we were trying to open up the door, people constantly well, maybe walk by and yank the handles of the theater. Maybe he's a homeless man who I have to murder. <laughs> should we? <laughs> hey, should it's we kill that guy? Through. All right, all right. Pod over. No, 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 no. We no. have to pause it while we go kill <laughs> yeah, this we guy. Go, we'll be like, back. We gotta go fulfill a prophecy right now. When Nick was telling us about the first time we jerked off. No, just that it was like cool and awesome. It was just amazing. I mean, I remember the first time I jerked off. I uh, 
I don't, I don't know how old I was. I was older. Like, I was a late bloomer with jerking off. I feel like I was, too. Probably 15 I was or 16, too, honestly. Sure. I think I was, really? like, 13 That's or late, four, maybe 14, even, which I, I think 13, is still 14. late. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I feel like we're all a little late. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, there were definitely kids at, like, 10 that were figuring it out, I think. I don't know. They were claiming to have figured it out. Maybe they just, uh, I don't know. Well, I kind of figured it out by accident, really. I never That's even... That's how, yeah. Well, it's because I, uh, I was, like... I like getting boners and liking boobs and stuff before then, but I didn't know what to do with that. I was just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know. It's like, God, Jessica Rabbit, but what yeah. do I do about it? But, I, you know, I was like, I would watch, you know, I would be excited to get to like the free <laughs> what do I do with Cinemax that? or Showtime weekends and I'd cruise for every movie that had the N in the parent parental description. You know what that means? <laughs> oh, yeah. It means they're going to use the N word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how I watched Showgirls like so many times when I was younger. It was just like cruising for the N. But, uh, word. But but then, of course, if you stay up long enough, there's like they'll have like the actual straight up softcore porn. I remember there was one called Spider Babe that came on, and it was a Spider Man. It was like Spider Baby, but with <laughs> naked, <laughs> naked weirdos. Yeah, you know, it was a Spider Man parody with obviously Spider this Woman is Spider Man now, uh, but she gets bitten by a radioactive spider and it makes her horny. Uh, and so I remember she just jerks. She just like fucks her pillow. She's like le- she's like le- naked and rubbing her clit against the pillow. And I was watching this on my bed, on like laying on my pillow. And obviously I was getting a boner watching this. Fuck the pillow. I fucked my pillow. Yeah. Well, I, I was just I was just like, this this, this feels good. And then done. I just kept doing it, watching her fuck her pillow, and then I came. And then I was like, whoa. Holy shit. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, my first time wasn't like with the Jurgens or anything. It was like I had my jeans on and I was looking at something and I just was like, kind of like, wow, I don't know. And got too excited. And that was it. One of the first times I ever saw porn was when I was at like, it wasn't even full porn, but I was like at my friend's house that like had cable. And I only, I went, not only, I like Jacob Slusher, good friend. If you ever listen to this, I didn't only go to your house to play your Dreamcast, but you know, God, what a plus. And over there and at night he like was like, well, one time we like searched on the internet. He was like, I want to see if there's such thing as a Playboy. Like, and he searched Playboy. It's like he knew what he was doing. Jacob knew what he was doing. And then we watched, I was slipping through the channels and I saw G String Divas. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you, you know what that program is? Dude, I've seen every episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was on HBO. Really? Yeah. That, that, I could even name some so of them. Not, I could even name some of the strippers that are on it. So that's not even porn. No, clearly not. Because I not. mean, to me, to my no, there's one. Brain, there's I was like, one. oh shit, porn. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm kind of outing myself a little bit here. So I watched it years ago when it was on HBO, right? And it, they work. It's just like, they're, I mean, it's sexy time. They're like showing, they, they're dancers at a. So the actual like. At a topless. Documentary. Topless like, you know, strip club. program about right. a strip club. Right, okay. right. Yeah. Um, and like all their like, it's like about their jobs. It's, it's actually like, I don't know, there's good stuff in there. But well, I should have kept watching instead of getting freaked out and too horny and running away. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I jacked your story. No, that, no, that's, I mean, that's, that's it. You got freaked no, out. You got it. horny and freaked out and ran away. I mean, I like went into the bedroom and I was like, I did something bad. You know, I like, I've okay. like, it was just sweating. And that's not that interesting of a story, really. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. They worked, so it's a topless strip club. And then there's one episode where they go, and this had to be like just HBO doing this. 
Ugh, this is a little skeevy. Oh, so they make they make them go to another strip club where it's bottomless. And then the whole episode of them like talking about what it's like to work at a bottomless strip club when you're not used to taking your bottoms off. And that's it. And that's the only episode worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's your plug for the week, folks. No, no. Uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I think maybe this... I don't know. Maybe I should check my notes or... This only just started getting good. All right. Well, let's just keep talking about uh, weird childhood I don't know. Whatever. Stories. If you're done, you're, um, that's cool. I'm fine. I just... We got an hour 15 minutes. Yeah, but like so much of that is unusable probably. <laughs> no, it's good. We're great. I can't imagine anyone wanting to listen to the parts where I was just talking about spewing... People find it relatable. People feel that way, man. You're not alone. People feel that way. I mean, you are deeply alone, but also other people are also alone. We're alone together. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't think people relate to the dog thing. I mean, I got a fun story that's really short. If they have a dog that poops and they pick it up and people yell at them for not picking it up, we might have some listeners like that. Getting angry again. There's like a little eight-year-old boy at a wedding I recently shot because I keep shooting these fucking coronavirus weddings where they keep getting more and more not safe or like it's just so funny the way that people pretend that the stickers on the ground mean anything uh you know the I've six never, feet distance yeah stickers. i've never seen anybody standing on those fucking stickers unless i stand on those fucking stickers everywhere i go there's like there's a there's a thing where you have to where you're like getting trying to go into micro center or whatever where mm-hmm. you have to stand up but like at these wedding venues there's like stickers on the ground where like you're supposed to not be standing close together and like doesn't like everyone's got their masks off and they're drunk and they're screaming in each other's faces and uh, but anyway, the fun part is there was a little eight-year-old boy who was on the gr- He was just, uh, he had scat man stuck in his head. He just kept going. I spent like, <laughs> I had a night with friends where we put that on and we're just singing that for like hours. <laughs> I just love the idea. Where did this eight-year-old boy, your fucking scat man? It's a catchy tune, man. Yeah, it's an it's earworm for sure. Undeniable. Undeniable shit. That guy's dead. Is he? Mm-hmm. That's sad. R.I.P. the scat man. That was like a weird like Euro pop song or something. I, I don't actually know. I, I don't know. He remember. was a one hit wonder for sure. Yeah. No, that's that is for sure. <laughs> He's up there with uh the one, a two, a three, four, five, the mambo number five. Guy. I was literally you just read my mind. <laughs> yeah. I was literally about to say Mambo number five. Yeah. I used to put that on at the bowling alley on league nights to just to fuck with people. People love that song. Yeah, <laughs> that's do? a thing. I would put on I would put on jizz. That's fucking with people. That shit was funny though. <laughs> I could like I couldn't even bo- I couldn't dun, even dun, roll dun, the ball dun, dun, while that's going on. Uh, <laughs> YMCA people fucking go ape shit for that. Oh yeah, everyone loves that. You ever song. played YMCA at the YMCA? I've never been to the YMCA. Oh, that's not true. I- Oh, you say, I thought you were saying at the YMCA if you play YMCA. Oh, at the bowling alley. People at the bowling alley. We're go, still at the bowling alley. Why would you ever alley. be at the YMCA playing? Cause I know kid, your lifestyle. You could be work, doing that or like, you know, working out or yeah, whatever. Because I mean, he's in like a 40s movie and he got kicked out of the house by his wife and he has to go stay uh-huh. somewhere. Hey, it's fun to stay at the YMCA. Yeah. And that's your trash delivery. <laughs> Folks. All right. Oh, I said folks another time. I'll stop you soon. Problem. I'll stop soon. One, two, three, four, five. On the banks of the Cumberland River, 
the hanging tree stood high And there in grief was Uncle Eve He was soon to die The people had come from miles around Their last respects to show And everyone from the hangman down Hated to see him go Fear and panic filled his eyes As the final time drew near Then he chanted this pleading chant that everyone could hear. If love beats, if love lives, if don't wanna die on the common river, if love man, if love child, if love beef and wild if love rice cooked with liver. Wanna die on the Cumberland River? The crowd all heard him chanting as they started joining in to give him strength and courage to face the final end. Love man, if love chillin, if love beef and watermelon, if love rice cooked with liver, if don't wanna die on the Cumberland River. On the banks of the Cumberland River. Hanging trees to high and there in grief was Uncle Eve. He was soon to die. Eve love makes Eve love chillers, Eve love beef and watermelon, Eve love rice cooked with liver. Eve don't wanna die on that Cumberland River. Oh, <laughs> 